from Him who gives such great wisdom and from Him who is that great wisdom of God. Come on, grace and mercy and peace to each and every one of you today. A word to the wise. Proverbs 4, 6-7 says, Do not forsake wisdom, and she will protect you. Love her, and she will watch over you. Wisdom is supreme. Therefore, get wisdom. Though it costs all you have, get understanding. My grandfather used to say that the more gray hairs you had on the head, the wiser you were. Then he saw the perplexed look on my face as I had no gray hairs. I had hardly any hair at the time either. It was a kind of a buzz cut. And he looked at me and he says, no, no, don't worry. You just haven't lived long enough to gain any wisdom just yet. You know, I think that we do gain wisdom as we age. But what kind of wisdom is it? What kind of wisdom are, are we gaining? Why is it that when we're younger, we think we know everything and those older than us know absolutely nothing? And when we get older, we think we're wise and the young absolutely know nothing. Well, I think that we do gain that age, uh, that, that wisdom as we get older. But I think we are wiser to a degree when we understand that just because we get old doesn't mean we know everything. And that life is a constant learning process. We never stop learning. I've learned that wisdom is a gift that's not just given to the old, but also the young. But a word to the wise. True wisdom comes only from God. Solomon could have asked God for absolutely anything. He could have asked for riches and glory and wealth and, and long life. But this 12-year-old son of David who was thrust into being a king at his age asked for none of it. Rather, he asked for the ability to discern between right and wrong, between good and evil, and the ability to govern God's great people. I would think that most 12-year-olds would ask for what most 12-year-olds would ask for, but not him. Maybe Solomon was overwhelmed in the moment with the magnitude of what he was going to face as a king, the daunting reality of that task. Whatever the case is, God's impressed with Solomon. Solomon seems, even at the age of 12, to be all about God's business, and not his own. And so God blesses Solomon with that wisdom, with that discerning mind, plus all those things that Solomon didn't ask for, like riches and honor, and how about long life? And if you will walk in my ways, keeping my statutes and my commandments as your father David walked, then I will lengthen your days. Just out of curiosity, does wisdom come with age? Or does age come with wisdom? I guess it comes down to what business you're all about, doesn't it? Because one can be wise according to the world, or one can be wise according to God. I had a friend when I was in college, it said, there's two kinds of wisdom. There's those people who are street smart and those people who are book smart. And every now and then you get somebody who's a little bit of both. But they're all dumb unless they're smart according to God. Wisdom is not dependent upon age. Look at Luther. Luther was a mere 34 when the blows of his hammer on the church door in Wittenberg reverberated throughout the known civilized world. 
Gustavus Adolphus, the savior of Protestantism, who was a hero uh, that lifted Germany to its feet, was only 21 when his military career began. When the Saxon immigrants came over from Germany to our country, some of their notable leaders were young in age and experience. Dr. Walther was only 27 when he arrived in Perry County. These and all others might have objected to what Jeremiah said. I do not know how to speak. I'm only a child. But each and every one of them rose to the opportunities of the crisis in which they found themselves. Such is the wisdom of God, isn't it? Such is the wisdom of God that blesses people who are living in that wisdom to rise up to the opportunities in crisis concerning the business of God. Look at Jesus. Jesus was only 12 when he was in Jerusalem for the Feast of the Passover. And as the feast ended and Jesus' parents were returning, Jesus stayed behind. Only his parents didn't realize it at first. They were a full day's journey in before they realized that Jesus wasn't amidst this great throng that was traveling with them. I wonder what Mary and Joseph felt like when they discovered that Jesus wasn't in that crowd. I wonder why it took them a full day's journey to realize that he wasn't even there. To go and start milling about and looking and going, oh my goodness, he's not there. Now i got to go a full day's journey back to Jerusalem to look for this son of ours who ran off. And finally, after three days, where do they find Jesus? Probably in the least likely of places, in the temple. Asking wise questions, amazing everybody in his presence with his great questions and his great answers. You know, first off, I think that I probably would have been enraged had one of my kids pulled that stunt. But of course, I think the real question that I should ask myself is, should I be enraged with them or myself for not realizing that my child had gone missing and only looking after a full day's journey? Mary and Joseph's reaction, though, is starkly different, isn't it? Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father... And I have been searching for you in great distress. I wonder what Mary was thinking in that moment. Perhaps that this 12-year-old Jesus couldn't fend for himself. Or the previous 12 years and how she cared for Jesus. And now he really needs her in this moment in time because he got himself lost. Had things just been so normal in the last 12 years that Mary forgot the miraculous events of 12 years ago at the birth? She obviously, whatever the case, didn't understand what Jesus tells her next. Why were you looking for me? Did you not know I had to be in my father's house? Yes, Mary, why were you searching for Jesus? Maybe we should ask ourselves, why did we lose sight of Jesus in the first place? Maybe we, Jesus, asked us why we are looking for him at times. Christmas was just a week ago when we celebrated the birth of our Savior and the gift of wisdom. And yet we started a new year faced with a great amount of uncertainty and for many people, a great wanting. For many, they ask, why have you treated us like this? They ask that of their own families, of their friends, of their workplaces, and to some degree, some people even ask that of God. Perhaps we react that way because we have an expectation of 
how things should be, especially as ones who belong to God. And Jesus answered, why are you searching for me? Did you not know I must be in my father's house? Jesus is all about his father's business. And I hate to say it, but apart from the wisdom of God, we won't understand what Jesus is saying there. Jesus is God's wisdom, made manifest in flesh and blood. He's God's business, and he's concerned with God's business. He acts according to his Father's will, not the will of us. And Luke tells us that Jesus grew and became strong. He increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with both God and man. God can't be confined to a 12-year-old child. But he grows beyond childhood age. And he grows beyond our expectations because God cannot be contained. God's business is about not just each and every one of us individually, but about his entire creation. Saving it from his wrath. Reconciling it with himself. And his wisdom is greater than ours. But his wisdom is a gift. And when we're focused on God and his gift of wisdom, we know exactly where Jesus is at all times. We find an understanding of our life in Him and through Him and with Him. And living in this gift of God's wisdom and sharing it with others, then Jesus then continues to grow and gain in divine and human favor. We all grow as we respond to God's love and care for His creation. We all grow in wisdom and stature when we're staying in His Word, when we're staying in fellowship, when we're in a sacrament. How are we going to stay connected to Jesus this year? How are we going to grow in His wisdom and in stature? How is His kingdom going to grow? And more importantly, how are we going to participate in the growth of His kingdom? A word to the wise. Living in God's wisdom gives us life. Living in God's wisdom grows the kingdom. And to God be all the glory. Amen.